Welcome, my friend. You are exactly where you need to be right now. It is not an accident that our paths have crossed. I'm confident that you are here because you are wanting more out of life. Are you ready to live your life with purpose and intention? Are you wondering how on earth to pull it all together? How exactly do you turn your ordinary days into extraordinary days? Girl, let me show you how to stop facing the day ahead and start faithing it. Join me, Sarah Elizabeth, each episode as I encourage and motivate you to place unwavering faith in the direction Christ will lead you and surrender yourself to His vision for your life. He's custom designed a life for you beyond your wildest dreams, and I want to help you discover all that He has planned for you to experience. Together, let's put God into the driver's seat of your life. Let's go. It's time to faith your day. Welcome in, my sister. Thank you so much for stopping by. Today marks episode 130, and I'm pretty jazzed about that. I'm so grateful that for 130 weeks in a row, without fail, God comes through and helped me to put something together for you. He's so incredible and he's not stopping. Girl, we have so much more coming your way. I am certain that this podcast is part of my purpose here and I have been put on a mission to help women all around the world shift their mindset to stop taking this day of life for granted and simply facing it to get through it, but rather to be so dang grateful for it, rip into this day and savor every last moment of it. I've titled this week's episode of the Faith Your Day devotional podcast, Transform Me. So before we begin, I've done some reflecting and thought that I would change things up a bit going forward with the format of the podcast and see how this works out. So if you've listened to any of my really early episodes, like I'm talking season one from 2021, there was a period of a few weeks where I mixed up things and I did the prayer at the beginning of the episode, but then I went back to praying at the end and have continued ever since. So I thought that we would try something different out because I've just, I've been having this feeling on my heart about kind of creating a declaration, a type of mantra that we can say together and that we can learn and repeat the same one week after week so that we can internalize it and eventually memorize it to be able to say it daily as your declaration on how you will faith this day of life. So it's going to take some weeks before we actually get to know it, but I'm going to say it for you today and proclaim it over you today. And then from here, we'll see if we can um, work this into every episode at the beginning instead of our prayer at the end. So here goes. Jesus, thank you so much for loving me in the way that you do. You designed me on purpose for a purpose. I want to live to my full potential today with a mindset that honors you and a soul that seeks to know you better. Jesus, I know that you are the way, the truth, and the life, and I ask you to guide me and reveal to me what you want to show me here, have me experience here, and learn from this season. Help mold me and shape me into the very best version of me. 
I will live today as your vessel, ready to receive your word and pour out your overflowing love to those all around me. Please allow your thoughts to become my thoughts, your ways to become my ways, and your will to become what I truly desire. Jesus, if you are in it, I want it. And if you are not, I ask you to slam that door shut. I choose to faith this day of life. I am so grateful to be your girl. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, I like that. Okay. I'm feeling some Holy Spirit power after saying that. How about you? After listening, do you feel that? Like, I think we can repeat that next week and going forward and just internalize it, learn it and use it to give us some power over this day of life. So why don't we keep that power flowing with us by hopping right into our verse of the day. And it comes from Romans chapter 12, verse two. It's such a good one listen up. It says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. In our mantra, proclamation, declaration, whatever you want to call it that we just did a minute ago, one of the parts asks Jesus to allow his will to become our will. And I believe that that to be an absolutely essential part of faithing our day to day. If we live in a way where we are constantly seeking our own will, we will most certainly drift off the path that Christ has paved for us. Because by our human nature, we are drawn to things other than God's will. It doesn't make us bad people because of that. It simply acknowledges our humanity, our human nature. However, in order to experience the life that we have been truly designed for, we can't seek to live a nature that is of this world. We are in this world, but not of it. And therefore, we need a nature that aligns with a divine destiny. For that, we require God which is why we ask him to align our heart with his and let his will be what we seek out and desire. So how can we be certain that what we are seeking is actually what he desires for us? That, my friend, is where we turn back to our verse of the day for some guidance. So let's read it one more time and emphasize on some of the keywords throughout it. Romans 12 verse 2 says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. What is the pattern of this world? Let's consider that. Our world overall is very much turned inward on itself. People tend to be self-centered and not God-centered. They are seeking what they want, what pleases them, brings them pleasure, even if it is very short-lived pleasure and not lasting long-term joy. Overall, our population seems to be ever acquiring more things, becoming more materialistic. However, 
still desperate to find meaning and contentment in their lives. We are politically, racially, religiously, emotionally charged up and ready to pounce on anyone who doesn't see things the same way as we do. The world is a volatile place with unrest, injustice, and uncertainty in the news every single day. My sister, we are explicitly reminded by Paul who wrote this letter to not conform to the pattern of this world. As I mentioned before, we are living in this world right now, but we are not of it. Our lives as we know it right now are a temporary placement on the way to eternity with Christ. We aren't meant to settle in here and get comfortable with how our world is operating. We are called to more. We are called to live in a way that reflects God into the lives of everyone we meet today as we continue to strive to bring glory and honor to his name. We can't become distracted while here, discouraged while here, or desperate to be accepted by the world while here. That's not the end goal. Eternity is what we are pursuing while here. We also read that we need to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. So what does that mean and how do we do that? Well, to transform and renew requires us to reboot and refocus. This is where intentionality and focus come into play. When a device we have isn't functioning in the way we need it to, the first fix in the tech department is to reboot the device, right? I've learned that most of my computer and phone glitches disappear after I simply reboot and restart my device. And my dear, that is what you and I have to do with our hearts today. We don't change our hearts through sheer willpower. We need God's power to change our will. We need to transform our hearts by forming them in his image. In order to know what God's image is, we need to know who he is. And for this, we require his word. So first, when we continually seek to know who God is and what he says about us, Through reading scripture, we naturally become more aligned towards his will because our hearts become transformed in this process. Every time that you sit down to read scripture or listen to a sermon or sing songs of praise, you are rebooting your heart and mind. When we are distant from God's word and promises, it's so very easy to become distracted and influenced by the enemy's temptations. Think back to times in your life when you felt most out of control. Maybe it was the times when you made decisions that you now cringe over and feel shame about. Maybe it was times that you lived in ways that you pray no one will ever find out about. Maybe you did things that were harmful to yourself and others, but that they seemed to be tempting you at the time and you didn't care. I can't help but wonder if you would describe those times as ones where you were most distant from Jesus. You see, in his presence, when we continually seek to be close to him, our hearts and minds are so much less likely to make those types of decisions. Sin is a nasty reality, my sister, 
that all of us have and will continue to give into. But sin is most simply defined as knowing what God wants for you, but choosing something other than that anyways. It's basically knowing that you are going against his will for you, but deciding to do it regardless. You're more susceptible to the lies of the enemy when you don't know the truth of God's word. But there is power in knowledge because when you know his truth, the lies that tempt us into sin begin to lose their power. Secondly, in order to renew and transform our minds to align with God's will, we have to keep on praying. We talk about this so much here, but is it something you actually do on the regular? In order to grow in relationship with Jesus, we have to actually talk to him. Imagine two people in the same place all the time, but never actually speaking to each other. How hard would it be to develop a relationship between them, even if they were physically close in proximity? Well, I don't think I need to remind you that you are never, ever alone, right? Jesus is always with you, always beside you. And girl, why not start talking to him on the regular? One of the shortest verses in all of scripture comes from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17, and it's two words, baby. It says, pray continually. Now, if we were to read the whole section to put those two words into context, here is what we read. So coming again from 1 Thessalonians, but this time chapter 5, verses 16 to 18. Here's what it says. It says, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Did you hear that, girl? For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. If we want to align our hearts with His, this is such a powerful reminder of what to do. One reminder, though, when you pray is to not hold back. Be raw and honest and open with God about your struggles, any guilt or shame you are holding on to, any decisions that are worrying you or fears that you have. He wants to take all of it off of your hands. He is what will keep us anchored in the stormy times in life. And in order to keep that anchor connected to him, we need the lines of communication to tie us to him. And those lines of communication, my dear, are prayer. Finally, in order to renew and transform our minds to align with his will, we need to keep on learning, learning about him, learning about ourselves and reflecting on our ways and tendencies. We can't drift through life unaware of our choices and how they impact our lives and the lives of others. We have to be continually questioning if what we are choosing is working with God's will and not against it. Our enemy, the devil, is going to put temptation after temptation on your path today. He is going to make comfortable options easy. He is going to make excuses accessible. He is going to make the wayward choice appealing, and he is going to make you feel like you don't have any other option than to choose the worldly way. My friend, that doesn't have to be the choice you make today. In this season of life, whatever it may be bringing, your role today is to learn from this 
If you are in a season of hardship, I want you focusing on how this is going to strengthen you and not destroy you. If you are in a season of lack, I want you to see how this season will prosper you in the end and not leave you without. If you are in a season of turmoil, I want you to see how this storm will give you courage and not leave you sinking into doubt. Self-awareness is so important to get you to where God wants to take you. Pay attention today to what you are watching and listening to and who you are allowing to speak into your life. Sometimes you need to shut out some voices. Sometimes you need to turn some crap off and really reflect upon what you're allowing your eyes and your ears and your heart to take in. You have to protect yourself, girl. If you want to transform your heart and your mind, you have to really be cautious about all of that. Whose voice do you need to hear? The voice of hope or the voice of uncertainty? The voice that says that you will come through this, you will rise up, you will become who you are destined to be, or the voice that tells you lies and breeds fear and has you playing little. Keep on reading, praying, and learning today. Envision these three elements weaving together to form a solid and unbreakable chain that will become the anchor you need to keep you tethered and safe in all of life's storms as well as keep you from drifting even when the seas are relatively calm and the winds are relatively light. Because even soft wind can blow you in the wrong direction if you don't have an anchor. My friend, thank you so much for joining me here today. What a treat it is that I get to speak into your lives and have you join me here to hear what it is that God has put onto my heart and that he is working into your heart right now. And I ask that if something from today's episode resonated with you, why not share it out with a friend today? Like you can literally copy and paste this link into a text message to somebody that you love and care for and send it along. You never know how this could impact someone's life today. If you feel like it is helping to transform you by showing up week after week or by listening, God can take some simple words and place them on someone's heart in just the way you need. And wouldn't you love to be part of someone else learning how to faith their day? I hope that you will consider joining me here again next Tuesday. You know I will be back. Brand new episode drops every Tuesday morning at 5 a.m., Eastern Standard Time. I wish you all of God's blessings from my heart to yours. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.